Hey, welcome back. Another edition here of Big Guy Fantasy Sports Fantasy Football Consistency Show. We're in week seven. We're heading to week seven. Oh my gosh. Uh, Time flies during football season. We all know that uh, as usual. I'm Bob Lung, Big Guy Fantasy Sports. The other side of the glass, the real Bobby Trees, and we'll get to that description a little bit later. Uh, my good friend, Ron Rigney. Ron, how's it going, man? I'm good. I, I am not the real Bobby Trees, but I'll explain to you later on who is, who is the real Bobby Trees, and it's not who you think it is. But yeah, going into week seven already, uh, hopefully we got a little bit better game tonight. You know, last Thursday, at least we had some touchdowns scored, so that was good. We've got uh, DeAndre Hopkins back on the field. We got Rondell Moore in a big spot here, so could be some excitement to tonight's game, but I did learn this piece of information earlier, and I thought it was worth sharing. Kyler Murray. I want you to take a guess at what his QBR rating is outside of the pocket. Now, this is a guy that's been known to extend plays, do it with his legs. Take a guess as to what his QBR is in 2022 on plays outside the pocket. 87. This many. Three? Three. What? Three. And I don't know too much about football, but I know that that's not very good. Probably right up there with his uh, Wonder Lake score. <laughs> Wow, three. Yes. three. The guy who runs around and makes things happen. That's the guy that's good. supposed to be able to do it with his legs. So we'll see what he does tonight. It'd be nice, to, like yeah. I said, to get D Hop back. James Conner out, by the way. So I don't, yep. you know, you'll probably be seeing this afterwards, but right. uh, not not good if you drafted uh, James Conner like this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's see. We aren't even going to discuss the league that should not be discussed. <laughs> Ooh, gosh, it's brutal. So brutal. Like I said, I had Marquise Brown in both of them. And I did not draft D-Hop in those. I, I have D-Hop. I don't know about you, but I have D-Hop in tons of my leagues. I, I did I, get him in one Kings Classic League. I got him stashed in, in another dynasty, so he is yeah. going to help me out a little bit. Yeah, I Hopefully. have him in so many leagues. And the funny thing is, quite a few of them, I actually drafted Marquise Brown and then took D-Hop like in round eight just for fun because I always had enough good receivers and – Boy, that saved me in some of those leagues, but well, I didn't get that done. And that works out because it looks like right now, if you look at Hollywood Brown, it looks like he's going to be out to make maybe week 12, 13, somewhere around there. So, yeah, B-Hop coming back right where he leaves off, That's that could be big. Like, yeah. Handcuff situation. Yeah, definitely. And I hope he's only out four weeks, but, yeah, it, it, it's weird because at one point he was out for the year. And then it was like uh, six to eight weeks. And now it's like, oh, maybe four. I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, what is it? So I don't hold my breath with those kind of foot injuries like that. So anyway, um, so as usual, you know, we're here and we're doing our things. We're talking about consistency in fantasy football. And uh, as always, we start with quarterback position and there is one, still one, 100 percenter. And that is Josh Allen. No surprise. Got to buy this week. So all you Josh Allen owners, you're going to have to make do this week, but that's okay. he is what he is. He's definitely been setting the world on fire. He's, you know, already 30 points ahead of second place and could could be a runaway, maybe MVP, but definitely fantasy uh, MVP for sure. Um, at 83%, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and the aforementioned Kyler Murray, which really surprised me because I feel like Kyler Murray is not having that good of a year based on, like, I guess what we expect. And yet he's seventh in total points, but he's 83%. He's only missed one game so far. Now he's not setting the world on fire, but 
Like last week, he got it done with. Didn't he run for a hundred yard rushing last week or something? I believe so. so. Yeah. Yeah. So you know when that equivalates to two hundred fifty yards passing, you know, all of a sudden that's a good thing. But uh, Derek Carr eighty percent, and then after that, nothing higher than sixty seven percent. The quarterbacks are starting to fall apart. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, um, Aaron Rodgers, Winston, Brady, you name them. Herbert, of course, got hurt. He's now uh, one for his last four. Are you concerned about the quarterbacks? I, I mean, like I have Brady in a number of leagues. I have, you know, I only have like one or two Josh Allens. I didn't draft any Mahomes. I have quite a few Burrows. They're, they're definitely my better team. But so, you know, even the ones that I got Murray in are doing well because Murray's been at least consistent. But, boy, anything other than that, what a mess. I mean, Brady is two for six. Russell Wilson, oof, he's two for six. That's to say, they're beating down Wilson like he's a redheaded stepchild. And Brady's right there with him, um, you know, 13th in total points versus 16th and both 33% consistent. What do we do with the quarterbacks? Do we just – is it going to be like – Travis Kelsey and the tight ends, are we going to have to just drop Josh Allen every year and just <laughs> get by somewhere else? Uh, you know, it's it's become, you're, you're almost, you know, we talk about, we, we've talked about in the preseason every year, I think last three, four years, talked about the constraining concept where you're putting two guys, three guys on your team and you're mixing and matching. And I think that's what you're having to do. And you're having to do it with those earlier guys. And I think you're having to do it out of necessity, not necessarily yeah. planning for it. You know, you mentioned Russell Wilson. I was all in on him on one of my Kings Classic teams. I'm starting Jacoby Brissett this week. Don't feel great about it, but, I mean, at this point, Russell Wilson is giving me nothing. Brissett's coming off a, a clutch game, I believe, coming off a decent game. So mm -hmm. we'll see what he does there. I'm not – you know, I don't love it. Matthew Stafford's another guy that's down there as far as consistency. You know, throwing a yeah. lot of picks, getting – you know, they're getting to him. That line is not doing what they need to do to protect him. You mentioned Brady. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow's been kind of up and down as well. I mean, it's just – it's it's a mess, and I – I'm hoping this is just a one-year fluke, but I think a lot of it goes back to these teams. I don't know if they didn't invest enough in their offensive lines. I know you can argue mm -hmm. that some of these guys don't have the supporting cast that they need. I think there's just a lot of holes and a lot of problems with a lot of these teams, and I'm hoping they get it ironed out for next year because I really do not want to have to draft a quarterback in the first round if I can help it. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of these teams don't have very good running backs. I mean, Lamar Jackson has nobody in the backfield. J.K. Dobbins is not getting it done. Hell, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake had to be – a stud last week. I picked him up in some leagues. I hope he continues yeah. it. Yeah, I did. But, yeah, you know, then Matt Ryan, you know, he loses Jonathan Taylor for a while and the Naheem Himes. Cousins lost Cook for a couple games. Um, you know, it's just can't keep him healthy. And, and, you know, and then somebody like Justin Herbert, who probably was going to have a great year, gets his injuries. I mean, it's just one thing after another is just, like I said, the consistency not there, but I'm not sure it's just underperforming. It's just a lot of things happening around them. So uh, so let's talk about at least some guys we feel good about this week. Ron, we'll start off with you. Who do you have and uh, who you, who, what do you, how are you feeling about it? A little surprising, another guy that we didn't mention as far as being a little bit of a disappointment. And it's a guy that I do like the matchups coming up, and I'll have to explain myself here in a second, and that's Justin Fields. And we've talked about Justin Fields on here and how it seems like they're just not wanting to let it – you know, turn the keys over to him fully just yet. And you can kind of see why still a little bit raw came out, of, you know, came out a little bit early, you know, still kind of learning the game. This is his first full season as a starter. But one thing that I like about what he's got coming up, he's coming off a clutch game, but he's got games in the next three weeks against new England, Dallas and Miami. And, and you might look at that and say, sounds like a, a little bit of a tough schedule, 
And when you look at it from a passing standpoint, it is. But I like the fact that he's gotten over 20 attempts the last three games, coming off a game where he had 27 attempts. But he's also had at least seven rushing attempts in every game, and he scored one rushing touchdown. And honestly, for as raw as he is, I would have expected probably more interceptions around this time uh, than he has. Now, that can a lot of that can be chalked up to games where he was like 7 for 11 passing. But one of the reasons that I like these next three, these next three weeks, if you look at fantasy points allowed to the position, these three teams are not necessarily towards the top, but when you sort it by rushing yards allowed to the quarterbacks, Dolphins are number two, Cowboys are number five, and believe it or not, the Patriots are number 12. Okay, so wow. you've got all three of those teams in the bottom 12 there as far as allowing rushing yards to the quarterback. What are they going to allow Justin Fields to do? Like I said, he's ran it at least seven times in every game. He ran it 12 times last game, had 88, 80-something yards. I think that there's a good possibility he can do a little bit of that with his legs and his arm. He started to get it to Daryl Mooney a little bit more. Uh, we've seen Velas Jones kind of make a couple appearances here and there. The receiving core is not great. I know that. He hasn't got my boy Cole Komet involved like I, I was hoping that he would. But I mm. like the fact that he's got that upside with his rushing there, and he's got a couple of good matchups, and you look at it in terms of, of running quarterback. So I do like him if you're kind of in a pinch and a bye week need. I think he's a guy that might be able to get you a few points, but I wouldn't expect wouldn't expect a ton through the air. But I think he could put up in the next three weeks, put up at least one or 200-yard games with his legs and maybe a score or two. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, I'm going to move towards uh, your team, your favorite team, the Indianapolis Colts and Matt Ryan. And all of a sudden, Matt Ryan's back to having some kind of uh, consistency and total points. 12th in total points, which may shock a lot of people. Uh, two out of his last three, he's had some uh, clutch. He's earned a clutch game, so 67%. And this week, it's Tennessee Titans. And that's always a great game. Uh, always a lot of scoring going on in that. Yes, Jonathan Taylor will be back, we assume. Uh, and I think even Naheem Himes may be back. But uh, definitely like the fact that the Titans have given up our 28th and given up the most fantasy points uh, to the opposite team. So really like Matt Ryan this week against the Titans. Uh, definitely keep an eye on that. Again, if you maybe have Josh Allen on a bye, uh, this might be a nice fill-in to pick up as well. So let us move on to the running back positions. And uh, we only have four perfect uh, running backs left. We have Austin Eckler. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and of course, Brees Hall. Why, why would it not be Brees Hall? Um, as much as I know Brees Hall has been hyped and he's certainly been very good and he's sixth in total points, so kind of hard to argue. Um, I'm actually more surprised by McCaffrey being this consistent because one, I'm just amazed that he's played six straight games. That in oh. itself is amazing. Um, and now there's talk about trades to Buffalo, Kansas City, one of these powerhouse teams which just blows my mind but i already know that's going to go right he's going to get traded to buffalo or kansas city or some or the rams and within two weeks he's going to be on the injury report he'll be out for the year you just you just i can write this one this is a script for hollywood <laughs> nail it just mark it down right here um you just know it's going to happen right uh, but yeah he's been perfectly consistent so uh right behind him 83 percent uh nick chubb leonard fournette dalvin cook and Joe Mixon. The amazing thing is just like the quarterbacks, after that, it goes to 63% or 67% and down. So there's no 70s, there's no 75s, there's no 80s. So it's 100%, 83, 67, boom. And then it drops into the 60s and 50s. And a lot of names that we, guys we probably have that we don't want to see down there, like 
uh, Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara and Travis Etienne, Jonathan Taylor, uh, you know, David Montgomery, uh, Zeke, Kareem Hunt, on and on and on. Um, just like the quarterbacks, <laughs> we, we just like you almost have to have this like top tier group. I mean, these teams that win are winning like these, um, you know, tournaments and big money things and that. They must have every one of these players on their teams because I don't know how they don't. Well, it's I think it's another case of, you know, at least what I'm looking at. And we talked about this, you know, the other day. I think it's a case of, you know, looking at more wide receiver. We'll talk about the wide receivers here in a second. Right. But looking at more wide receiver, no matter where you pick in that first round, because I'd love, I think in this offseason, I'm going to go back and look at how many of these first round running backs have actually returned first round value. But I can go out on a limb and tell you it's probably not been too many the last few yeah. years. And so, uh, you know, it's another mix and match situation. You know, it seems like it's a different guy every week. I, t- I missed you guys before one of my one, in my one of my 15 team dynasty leagues last minute, an hour before game time, picked up Deion Jackson for the Colts runs out there and gets me 28 points off right. the off the street and i don't even right. i think i saw i was, I was gonna have to start mac hollins if i didn't get him yeah. and i think right. he would have got me a point so it's 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 guys like that it's guy brian robinson coming you know coming back from from what he dealt with probably gonna overtake antonio gibson there right. guy that i'm gonna talk about here in a minute that you may not have ever heard of i'm starting to hear a little you know people kind of get that name out there depending on what the guys in front of him do, but it's just, it's a different guy every week and it's not the same guy every week. And I think that's the thing that yeah. I'm looking at in my drafts is maybe not worrying about those running backs till a little bit later and just building a stockpile and hoping for the right. best. Stockpile four or five RB two backups and like Ramonde Stevenson, Kyle yeah. Herbert, uh, uh, gosh, who else? Uh, Miles Sanders, who, you know, I guess he's the number one, but not being drafted as such. Um, the Brees Halls, uh, you know, James Robinson's, Damian Harris's, um, who all of a sudden now is magically back. Did you yeah, see that today? I did see that. I saw. I was. I was. It was odd to get so this guy without three, two to four yeah. weeks. And next thing you know, it's like he's fully practicing today. I'm like, yeah, alerts what? on my phone. Question from questionable to healthy. Okay, cool. We'll take it. I'm like, cool. Yeah, because I have him a lot of leagues. So yeah, okay. so it's that kind of stuff. But Ramondre Stevenson, of course, as well. Um, yeah, it's been crazy, but yeah, so let's, let's go to your guy. I know it's not something that is necessarily playing this week, mm-hmm. but, um, whether you're in a dynasty league or not, you know, you need players that maybe you can count on down the road for your, your run. And why don't you tell them who you got? Well, and I've kind of made a case for why I think this guy is important. And I've seen his name thrown around on Twitter, thrown around on Facebook, thrown around on a couple of sites here. And I was able to add him in a couple of more, my more casual leagues and a couple of my less shallow leagues. And it could be a guy that could pay off. And that's Kyron Williams. And you might say, who the hell is Kyron Williams? Kyron Williams has not played yet. Thank you. He's not played yet this season. Fifth round rookie out of Notre Dame on the Rams roster. We hear a lot of talk about Cam Akers. And I think the likelihood of Cam Akers getting dealt before Christian McCaffrey, I think it's way more likely to happen. I think you see Cam Akers go somewhere. Now they do have Daryl Henderson, but you know, there was a little talk about him in the preseason that they, you know, he's not a high round pick, but the guy's got the pedigree. Went to Notre Dame, not not a super Fast guy, four six five at the combine, but we, I get to, I watch him play a little bit. I watch a little bit of Notre Dame since they're on 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 NBC, and that's kind of you know from near from where I'm from. A lot of friends are Notre Dame fans, and mm-hmm. the guy's impressive, and he's just impressive because he grinds out yardage. He's he's professional. You know, he reads blocks well. Uh, he picks up blitz as well, which is going to be you know good for him to be able to be in there on third down. Um, had a couple thousand yard seasons at Notre Dame, and his last two years, he scored twenty seven touchdowns. So. 
Lots of like there about him, especially as a fifth-round pick. A very speculative ad. He's on IR right now, so the other thing that's nice about him is in a lot of leagues, you can grab him and throw him in your IR spot and don't even have to use a roster spot on him. That's what I was able to do in a couple. But I think that when we see Cam Akers get dealt out of there, because I think that's going to happen, I'm not sure where that happens, but I think you see, I think they, they feel pretty good about Kyron Williams. I thought about Christian McCaffrey as being a landing, you know, being able to go to LA as a landing spot. I just don't think they have a, have what it takes to give up to get him. I think it's going to take a lot. I listened to one of the beat writers kind of reaffirm that on, on a Pat, Pat McAfee show a little bit earlier this, this week. And they said it's, they think it's highly unlikely just because they're going to ask for a King's ransom and understandably so. And with right. the, the way a lot of these teams look at running back now, I don't know if they're going to feel comfortable given that. It's not like you're getting a pass rusher like Von Miller or a wide receiver like Odell Beckham. You're getting a running back that, while he's in there, you like you made the case, Bob. He's great when he's in there, but when he's not, it, mm-hmm. it's it's long-term usually. So Kyron Williams is a guy, if he's there, worth a stash. He may play. It also could be something where if Cam Akers doesn't move, he may not see the field a whole lot. But I think that they have to give him a shot and kind of see what they have with him. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like you said, you know, if the Rams right now are struggling terribly, um, you know, they may be struggling to make the playoffs and maybe by the end of the year, they let Kyron run the last four or five, and, six games, which and, is and during it, your fantasy playoffs. And at this point, where else are you going to find running back help? You got to take right. dart throws at these guys because you're not going to be able to make trades. You're not going to get guys that are going to be able to come in and be RB1s yeah. off the street. He's about as close as you're going to get. Yeah, Definitely. All right, good good call there. Um, I have Kyron Williams actually in quite a few dynasty leagues. I actually drafted him this year. I think, if I'm not mistaken, our boy John Lobb, when I was like, hey, who do I pick in round four and five of these dynasty drafts? He's like, hey, take this Kyron Williams. He's going to be like third guy behind everybody in the Rams. But, hey, he's playing for the Rams, and you never know. And I'm like, okay, so thank you, John Lobb, and thank you, Ron. Uh, so my, my running back for this week is Travis Etienne. And there's always been hype. Super hype last year, of course, got hurt out for the season. Not as much hype this year, but still a lot because a lot of people didn't think James Robinson was going to be healthy enough to come back. Um, so obviously he's drafted. He's on somebody's team. Had a terrible, you know, kind of a slow start. Only one for his first four. But his last two, he's been at 14 and on 13 fantasy points. Um, the thing I think is amazing is the breakdown of those numbers. You would think, oh, so was he getting like, 30 yards rushing and four catches for 40 yards. No, he's only caught three and two balls in those two games. He's getting, he got 10 attempts in both games, 71 yards rushing. Okay. It was against Houston. I get it. Everybody does well against Houston, but 86 yards last week against Indy. So basically average 7.1 per carry and 8.6 per carry in those two games. So he's definitely getting the ball as a running back. Uh, you know, in, in due time, he's going to, you know, if he can keep that up and then make it four or five, six catches a game, you're, you're now getting close to 20 points, fantasy points. He's going to move up real fast. So uh, definitely love him this week. They're going against the the Giants, um, an average defense, nothing, nothing to write home about, but definitely a game that I feel like, you know, he'll continue this, you know, 12 to 15 points, keep earning the clutch games. Uh, if you can trade for him, get some of you know, get him thrown in a deal, maybe a, do a two for one deal and try to get him in may not be a great, may not be a terrible time to go get him. So get out there and get uh, ETN before he really starts kicking in uh, at a hundred percent. All right. We move to the running back or running back wide receiver position. And uh, Ron, I, I, your segue was about as perfect as you can get. Here's the difference. 
like you said, wide receivers, we've got five at 100%. We've got five at 83%. We have five at 80%. We have four more at 75%. So basically 20 wide receivers are above 75%. While we just said running backs, quarterbacks, in those positions, was there 10 total, maybe five to 10 total above uh, 75%. So this definitely is reaffirming, you know, the wide receivers early, maybe not no running back, but definitely uh, late running back. We'll call it late, late round running backs instead of late round quarterbacks. But uh, number one, two, uh, or number one and two, of course, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs. Actually, Diggs is about uh, 0.8 fantasy points ahead of Cup now, but um, still six for six, 100%. The other 100% is Jamar Chase and aforementioned uh, Marquise Brown and then Debo Samuel as well. Um, you know, amazingly enough, you could have gotten at least two of those guys in the first two rounds, uh, maybe even all, three of them, because you definitely could have got Debo in like the second and third round because a lot of people were like, well, he's not going to play. He's holding out, blah, blah, blah. Uh, in fact, I know I mean, I have a, a team in one of my leagues where I have Tyreek, I have Chase, Tyreek, and Debo. Or no, it's Devontae, Tyreek, and Debo. Because I think I was picking ninth, and I got like, I think I picked, I think I picked Devontae first, got Tyreek in the turn, and then got Samuel back around. Um, so, you know. And I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb and say that team's probably doing pretty well. Yeah, they're, they're five and one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yes, they are. <laughs> and, it's, and the sad thing is, I think it's also. Is that the one? No. No, never mind. Um, so, like you said, a lot of good big names up there. Not a ton of surprises. And, again, I think that's the difference when you get into these things is that there are a few surprises, like Chris Olave, um, Josh Reynolds, um, Jacoby Myers is at 75%. So there's a few surprises. But, like, from 83 up, nobody's a surprise. It's Devontae Adams, Sutton, Lamb, A.J. Brown, Jefferson, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, so Olave, I mean, basically is just up there because there's nobody else to throw nobody to else. for New Orleans. Um, so, you know, if Michael Thomas and Landry were healthy, he probably wouldn't see those kind of numbers, but it is what it is. Still a good receiver. Definitely going to be a very good receiver. So, Ron, who's the guy that you, though, of this group? Um, I guess, first off, I mean, this is what you said. Any surprises to you? Anything that, you know, you want to kind of hit on again in regards to that, the top group? No, it just reaffirms, you know, what I said before. And, and, and as I'm sitting here thinking, one of the teams that one of my redraft teams that I'm doing the best on is kind of like that team that you said that you have that murderer's row at wide receiver mm -hmm. there. Is It's a team where I was able to go Cooper Cup in the first round. And then I was able to put T. Higgins and Hollywood Brown behind him and then mm -hmm. just put a stockpile of running backs together. I've got Fournette. I've got Gibson. I've got Brian Robinson. I've got Ramondre Stevenson. I've right. got Dave Montgomery. So it kind of shows that, you know, that's that's kind of where we're going to go. And I think that's kind of what I'm going to look to do, um, what, you know, from here on out. That said, the guy that I want to go with this go with this week is just right under that that 70 percent threshold. He's actually our 21st guy on the list. And that's Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle sitting there seventh in total points. Uh, 67% consistent. He's had a couple of clunkers there, but I think you can attribute a lot of that to the quarterback woes that they had with mm -hmm. Tua going out 
and then having to start a guy by the name of Skyler Thompson there, I think was his name. It just wasn't pretty there for a couple of weeks. But once right. we're going to get to once we get Tua back in the fold, I think that you're going to see. You know, we saw him kind of come back last week. We see Tua's healthy this week. Um, he went Waddle went six for one twenty nine last week. Him and Hill have had some huge, huge games. Yeah, uh, and, and the targets have been there. You know, he got nineteen targets in that game against Baltimore. And when you look at the numbers coming up. He's got Pittsburgh. He's got Detroit, who are some of the worst against wide receiver. Like I said, two is back in there. I think it helps a lot that Tyreek Hill is opposite him. He's got the Bears there in week nine. I don't like that as much, but I think it's almost becoming one of these things. If Tua can can show that consistency that he's shown earlier in the season and get the ball in their hands, I don't know that the matchup's really going to matter because they're going to have two guys that are so good yeah, on both sides matter. of the football. The targets are going to be there, and, and you're starting him anyway, but just wanted to highlight, you know, he's been really, really good when Tua has been in there. And I think we see more of that the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. No, that's a great pick. Uh, I'm going to go back to the Colts here and it's not Michael Pittman. It's Alec Pierce, who has been on fire the last three weeks, three straight clutch games. Uh, as I mentioned before, playing the Titans this week. So should, should be a lot of passing going on in that contest. Uh, you know, I think now that they've given him the shot, they've given him the opportunities with Pittman being out for a game or so, uh, with uh, with things going on, he's definitely proven that he is definitely worth um, you know the pick that they made for him, uh, and it's given certainly Matt Ryan a nice compliment on the other side of Pittman. Uh, as a Colts fan and as a fantasy football fan, I'm sure you're very excited to see Alec Pierce really step step up the last few weeks. I'm I'm excited to see anything go right for Indianapolis, and and, and, and Pierce was a guy that I liked. You know, Colts have had a had a good history of plucking receivers kind of out of thin air. And making superstars out of him, and I know a lot of that had to do with with the quarterbacks that they had there. But Alec Pierce is another one of those guys that was a, a I think a third round pick, and they're able to plug him in there. But I will tell you, the litmus test for me with Alec Pierce is when you have a guy who is a fellow AFC South fan of a foe in the Texans. Colby Conway is in love with Alec Pierce. That tells you what you need to know, right? There. That's if high praise. If he, yes, if he's willing to admit Alec Pierce is good, then the guy's got to be good. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, let's go to our favorite inconsistent position, which right now is getting just is just as bad. Actually, maybe even a little bit better than wide the running backs and quarterbacks. But uh, the tight end position, man, we're back to another year where Kelsey is just dominating. Uh, he's 15 points ahead of Mark Andrews, and then he's 53 points ahead of third place, which is Zach Ertz. But Zach Ertz is 100% consistent with Kelsey. Uh, Ed Andrews, uh, Dallas Goddard, and our, our boy Tyler Higby uh, is at 83%. Uh, then it drops off into the 60s and 50s real quick. Um, again, no surprise, but the guy we want to focus on first is the real Bobby Trees. Tell him who that is. There, you can see it on the screen there, a guy that's 50% consistent. He's coming on a little bit, had a little bit, you know, coming off a big injury. Wasn't getting it done before the injury last year. And that's the real Bobby Trees, Robert Tunyon. And he's, I call him that because he's an Indiana State Sycamore. If you've seen the show, you know, that's what I'm about. And we call them, you know, people that went there affectionately refer to them as the trees. So we need to get this started nationally that Robert Tunyon is the real Bobby Trees. So I'm going to call go. him that from now on. But he also is, like I said, 50% consistent. He's, he's back on the radar now. Had a 10, 10 reception, 90-yard game last week. And I think it's going to be more of the same just because there's nobody else to throw to. If you've watched the Packers, which they've been on national TV quite a bit, 
There's not much there. Alan Lazard, is there number one? But is he a true number one? No, he is not. Christian Watson is nowhere to be found. What happened to uh, Sammy Watkins? I don't know where he's even at. So Robert Tunyon is going to have to get involved, especially in those games where the run gets shut down because I know they want to run the ball first with those running backs, and I don't blame them. But my boy Robert Tunyon is there. Uh, Next couple weeks, he's got a couple of decent matchups coming up. He's got Washington, Buffalo, and Detroit. Washington and and Detroit are two of the worst against the tight end. Buffalo is always going to be tough, so that's going to be a tough game, I think, for him. But two out of the next three weeks, good shot at clutch games there, good shot at touchdowns there, and good shot at an increase. And I think you see that increase in targets just keep going from here on out as long as he's healthy. Yeah, no no question about it. Um, I wish now I would have we would have invested a little bit more in – Tunyon, but I was just so worried that he just wasn't going to be ready and well, looked like the first couple games that he wasn't, but boy, he's starting to kick it in now. Well, one thing I want to point out real quick too about our, our, our clutch game list there is, you know, you see those kind of mid card, mid tier guys. Look at how cheap those guys were in drafts. You know, Zach Ertz, Tyler Higby, David Njoku, Pat Fryermuth. You're getting your consistency from guys that you didn't spend anything on. So that's, right. that's gotta be, you know, gotta give you a little bit of comfort when you you're whiffing on those running backs in those early rounds. Yeah, and, and, you know, Tunyon would have been rated a little bit higher if he wasn't injured for sure because we love him, obviously. Showed the consistency before his injury. Um, and if he keeps this up and Rodgers sticks around, I guarantee he'll be back in our top 12 next year, top 10 for sure. Um, the guy I'm going to go with, not that there's anything super exciting about him, but it is Hunter Henry. Here's what I'm going to bring up. Since Bailey Zappi has taken over at quarterback, Hunter Henry has earned two straight clutch games. Coincidence? I think not. Uh, he has definitely been looking his way, definitely getting the targets, definitely getting the looks. Um, you know, we don't know when Max Jones is coming back. I'm pretty sure it's not this week. Uh, so, you know, now, and of course, we have a controversy when he does come back because Patriots weren't doing that well with Max Jones before he got hurt, weren't winning too many games, weren't certainly looking good offensively. And you know, last week, now, granted, last week he played the Browns, which they, they stink defensively anyway. I don't why they put a defense out there but he threw for 300 yards and like two well, three touchdowns it's and, like... and hats off to bailey zappy let's give bailey yeah. zappy some credit man late round pick out of western kentucky yeah. and if you have not looked up bailey zappy's i think i've said it on here before look up that kid's college stats they're eye-popping and it's just cool to see him come in and just yeah. you know not try to do too much and have the success he's having it's a really awesome thing to see even if it is for the patriots yeah yeah i mean we could be could we be looking at the next tom brady is this the new scenario you, replaces the, the starting quarterback who I think they gave him a big contract, didn't Mac Jones? Or they were yeah, well, yeah, I, I, yeah, he might might still be on his rookie deal. I don't know. Yeah, he might be still. Yeah, but yeah. still, you know, he was supposed to be, you know, the next guy and he was going to, you know, Mac Jones was everything and didn't doing okay. And then, you know, he gets hurt, Zappy comes in and all of a sudden you're like, everybody's like, hey, who's this kid? You know, you know, and let's be honest, they drafted Tom Brady in the sixth round, so. Well, we do know. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, definitely if uh, Hunter Henry's out there and you've got some buy, I mean, a lot of guys on buys, good players, good teams on buy this week, might be certainly worth the pickup this week for New England, who is playing Chicago. So, could see some great stuff there as well. So, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff going on every week. It's 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 fun yet frustrating and sometimes exciting. <laughs> Depends how my wide receivers are doing, right? Uh, so anyway, Ron, why don't you tell everybody what you guys got going on, what we got going on. It's going to be you and I all weekend. Let's tell them about it. It is. Hey, these faces all weekend, week seven football, it doesn't get any better than this. So 
Colby and I cash got our lineup in the in the green again last week. We're four straight, so enjoying some, some success there. And I, I realized today that we have more clutch games cashing than I have combined wins in the Kings Classic. Which, if that's what I got to do for the people <laughs> to get money, it might in the be pocket, combined me and you. It could be. And if that's what I got to do to get money in people's pockets, so be that's it. Right. I will. Right. I will tank in Kings Classic as long as we're getting you those lineups. So hopefully, we'll that's be right. you and I will be able to do that again uh, with Colby on uh, get, getting a bye week here. So he's on a bye week. He is on a bye week, so we'll be doing that. And I'll be sitting in on the prop bet, the profit like it's hot as well. So hopefully yeah. I'll be, you know, I'll kind of figure out what I'm doing there. I'll, hopefully I'll be able to put something out there decent. Uh, so, yeah, all weekend. And then uh, got a couple things coming down the pike. Um, I'll be with the consistency check-in. We'll probably have that up tomorrow or Saturday morning early, try to get that cranked out, giving you some guys that kind of snuck in under the radar with clutch games last week, what we're going to expect in the next three weeks for them. And I'm going to do a little bit of a baseball recap. I'm, I'm not sure kind of where I want to go with that just yet, but – we got the playoffs going on. Got the Yankees playing right now. Uh, lost the game to Houston last night, so game two going on there. But I'll be looking at a little bit of the overall season-ending consistency baseball stuff. Have that out for you in the coming weeks. Going to confer with with the boss man here, see what we're going to do there. But other than that, catch me on Twitter, at Ron Rigney. And uh, let's have a week seven, everybody. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, basically already kicked off. I'm, as far as I can tell, it's 8.30-ish. All right, and of course, you can find me, Bob underscore lung on twitter the consistency review is out check that out check out all the cool tools that you can get the forecaster the consistency trend report that we basically use when we're doing these uh shows and the articles so uh you want to see who's hot who's not in your league check it out the trend report will do it for you so for Ron me i'm bob lung we'll see you uh all weekend long lots of shows coming up take care god bless we'll talk to you soon